is Dino Dan from Cypress, California, and you're watching the Barbecue Central Show. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike your match, and... Oh. Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. is a show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling. Broadcasting live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio, the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening's live fire fun and frivolous show. Big show planned for you this evening. I can't lie about that. But before we get to that, if you want to jump in, happy to have you. You can get in touch with the show by calling 216-220-0966. Email Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. On the Twitter and Instagram, at BBQ Central Show. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you can get the newsletter, which you can subscribe to. People are running away from the newsletter. I don't have any idea what the problem is. It's like the plague every Tuesday. For every one sub I get, I get three unsubs. I continue to struggle. Nevertheless, I diverge. And I come back to you. Here's what's happening. If you don't already subscribe to the newsletter, you want to get a heads up every Tuesday. And, and in case you missed it at some point over the weekend. And very, very intermittently mega special deal notification go to the main website go to the newsletter give me an email address and that's it i'm not pounding you like tim ferris or any of these other folks i'm a little heartbroken that a lot of you are running away from the newsletter it's archaic i might just dump it who even knows again i have diverged off topic and now i will rein it back in Coming up in about 12 minutes from now, he is a multiple-time author. He is a multiple-time TV show host. He has done cooking classes in some of the most majestic locations across the nation. He has been a monthly show contributor on this show for years and years, a Barbecue Hall of Famer and a Barbecue Central Show guest Hall of Famer. Stephen Reichlin will be joining us once again in about 11 minutes. 35 past the hour. Now a Savvy Vet, sponsor of the Barbecue Central Show. He is the president, CEO of really one of the more up-and-coming. I mean, it's been around for a long time, but now that Nick has gained control and is behind this brand, Primo is really starting to make the run up the leaderboard. Everybody loves it because it's oval-shaped. Everybody loves it because you can get true two-zone cooking. And he's got a bunch of really cool retrofits that are going to be happening here. 
So if you have a Primo and you want to get one, or if you have a Primo or you want to get one, then you're going to want to stay tuned for 35 past because Nick Bauer will be back on the show. Excited to talk about Nick. Actually, I'm excited to talk to Nick about Primo. I'm not going to talk about Nick to Nick. That would be weird and rude and potentially redundant. So I'll talk to Nick about the product. Then we'll go into the second hour. We missed our first quarter just because of scheduling conflicts. She is known best for the brand Hardcore Carnivore. You see her on YouTubes. You see her on social medias. You see her occasionally on television. And you will see her once a quarter through the rest of 2021. I am, of course, talking about Jess Pryles. Prolific in the live fire industry. Not just because she knows how to cook well. One of the few that really knows a lot of the internal guts and the workings of meat and meat science and a considerable knowledge base. I really feel lucky to know her offline and be able to ask her questions as it pertains to the meat industry and the science portion of that. I actually consider myself very lucky to know such accomplished folks in the industry that I can easily reach out to. And guess what? You can, but that's why I'm me and you're you. What are we going to talk to Jess about tonight? A lot of you asked me to ask her about that cured egg yolk thingy, I believe a lot of you were saying. That was the exact verbiage, thingy. So we'll talk to her about that. We'll talk to her about some other... I don't even want to let the cat out of the bag. I'll just tease you with a Jess Pryles potentially extended segment. And oh no, don't you worry. I'm not forgetting it. Another passage from the reference material on the horse meat for consumption. I will be giving you a second passage via Grandpa Rempe. You can believe that. So there you have your show this evening. Don't forget you can follow me socially. Twitter, TikTok, and Snapchat at BBQ Central Show. Slash BBQ Central Show. Facebook and Twitch for a video feed also over at YouTube slash R.D. Rempe. Well, as you might recall, over the past few weeks, I have been promoting hard the How to Barbecue Right fundraiser for the Palmer Home that Malcolm and I had talked about the beginning of last month. I had actually started promoting it the week prior to him coming on in April. Malcolm and Rochelle Reed are trying to raise $20,000 to feed a full house of parents and kids typically six to eight kids, two parents that roughly works out to $20,000 to feed a whole family or a whole house for a year. As I had mentioned at the beginning of this, I had made the plea, the call, said, hey, if someone, one of you centralites decides to step up and really shell out $1,000, I said $1,000. That after it was confirmed that, in fact, you did pony up the G, that I would step up and match the G as well. Well, guess what? A Barbecue Central Show exclusive news update. That's right. Greg Rempe here reporting from the breaking news desk in Cleveland, Ohio, the city breaking the most live fire news. When live fire news is breaking, wherever it is breaking across the country, nay, the globe. Loyal Centralite 
and I will call him by name. Troy Johnson has stepped up and tossed 1,000 of his own happy dollars into the How to Barbecue Right Palmer Home campaign slash fundraiser, which now means that I will also be tossing in a thousand of my very own dollars. If I can show you right here, uh, Troy Johnson has donated $1,000. So without further, did I set this up? I didn't really set it up. That's all right. Without further ado, I will go ahead and keep my promise. We will go to donate now. Yes. We will go to one-time offer. We will go to custom amount. We will go to 1000 bucks. Make sure that's 1000 and not 10000 Not saying I don't want to. Uh, donate. No. Uh, my name. Greg. Rempy. Email. Greg at the bbqcentralshow.com. Yes. Phone number. Most of you have it anyway. And matching Troy's $1,000 donation with the Barbecue Central Show $1,000 donation. All right. Make sure that we spelled that right with our spell check. I will pick up the associated fees. You are welcome. I am away. No, no, no. Come on. Give me some love. Credit card. It's already in here. Put in the CVC. Whatever that means. All right. We're locked and loaded there. Uh, 34600 in the United States. In the Willoughby's. Give now. I will. I will give until it hurts. God damn it. I hope this works. It'll be very embarrassing if I don't. It is processing. Thank you for donating. Absolutely. $1,050. 50 of that is taking up the associated fees. Not going to share on Facebook. Thank you for helping Hope grow. Absolutely. One-time donation. Matching Troy's. How about that? I wish I could take a screenshot of that, but I get all the screens like that. Maybe I'll print the screen later. That's fine. Let's go back to me. So let me give thanks and praise to Troy Johnson. Here's the best part, Holmes. I think there's a pretty good chance that come September or October or whenever they put this reward together, that you and me are going to be spilling out two fists of that VIP class, pal. I'm so excited to potentially be hanging out with Troy and Malcolm and who knows who else, but I have a really good feeling it will be me and Troy for sure. Thank you, Troy. Fingers crossed that our donations keep us in the top five spots. (laughs) But it's a great cause no matter what. All right. If you want to jump in for a grand... Go ahead, jump in for a grand. I'm not matching anymore. That's it. I'm not made all out of money. I'm made out of money to a degree. I'm not made all out of money. I'm rich, but not like private jet rich. 
Anyway, let me talk to you quickly about a brand new sponsor to the show. Maybe you've heard of them. It's Yoder Smoker, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. And I am extremely humbled that a brand that has the reputation, that has the popularity, that has the greatest successes in both backyard and competitions is now partnering with the show. What's great about Yoder Smoker? Well, I'm happy you asked because I'm here to tell you. Yoder Smokers offers the best of both worlds, much like another sponsor of the show, Pits and Spits. Do you want an offset cooker? True wood-burning offset? Yoder makes a whole bunch of them. In fact, local celebrity chef Michael Simon runs a Cimarron, I believe. But he runs the offset Yoder Smoker. If you're more of a pellet guy, a lot of people are these days, they make some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market right now. Huge, sturdy, robust adjectives out the yin-yang. A little bit more in price tag, but as we say here in the barbecue community, buy the best and only cry once. Plus, you get what you pay for. If you want to cheap out, how long is that going to last? You want something that really, in essence, looks like a true offset pit smoker, but runs on pellets? Yoder's the way to go. Yodersmokers.com. That's Yodersmokers.com. And I'm happy to have them aboard here on the Barbecue Central show. We'll get an interview with them here shortly. And we'll be looking for Stephen Reichlin, who is not in the green room right now. He's not there. We'll see what happens. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Show studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology, sellers of ceramic cookers with built-in power draft fans already in the unit. You don't have to mess around with trying to figure out which fan is the best for your ceramic cooker this way around. You can buy the one that they're making right at the Barbecue Guru. The fan's already in it. No guesswork. If you have a controller, it will go right to the fan you don't have to buy a whole outfit if you don't need to or why would you have to if you need to i don't see it hmm. anyway bbqguru.com that's bbqguru.com or 800-288-GURU and i don't see steven I don't know what that means. Is he there? You there, Steven? No, not there. 
course not. I sent him a good link. Yep, doing it live. That's right. You ever you ever want to know if we're doing it live? This is what happens when you you would when you listen only on podcast. You will not hear this portion of it. This will be easily left on the cutting room floor, as it were. But now let's go ahead and race to the hotline. We have found him. He is Stephen Reichland. Hey, Stephen. How you doing? I'm fine. How are you? Great, thank you. All right, so it is the third Tuesday of the month, of course. I can't believe it, but we are almost through April here in 2021. I know, isn't that crazy? Oh, it's very, it's, it's hurtling by. Um, just to give you a little feedback, just in case you were wondering on your last appearance, I received, I don't know, no less than 30 emails telling me how much people enjoyed the background that you gave on corned beef and pastrami, enjoyed by the entire audience, so... You know, I just want you to know that I appreciate the work that you put in to give us that history lesson. And I know it's really part of your whole uh, personality to be an educator, not just uh, a guy who knows how to live fire cook. But uh, that seemed to be something that really resonated with the listener. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. So we're talking with Stephen Reichlin right here on the show. Of course, you can find him over at barbecuebible.com. Let's touch on it. Last weekend, we saw, or this past weekend, we saw the uh, debut or the newest season of uh, Project Fire on PBS. So my question to you is this. As somebody who shot the show, who was obviously instrumental in putting this whole thing together, you're seeing it from all the angles. What's it like when you sit down and watch it on television? Is it a, a continuing surreal moment? Uh, yeah, surreal is a good word for it. I actually don't watch it on TV, but I watch the rough cuts and then the final cuts uh, on my computer making uh, notes. Uh, I would say it's um, it's kind of, uh, on one hand, it's gratifying. On another very large hand, it's torture. Uh, you watch it, you think, oh, did I really say that? Or, God, did I grab it from back to front instead of front to back? You know, there's so many things. It's... When you write, you can constantly revise and correct. And uh, when you do TV, you can't. And um, and so, you know, uh, watching things you wish you could have done better. But then there are other things that I, you really like. You know, we introduced this uh, mystery box uh, segment this year uh, where, and that was really real and honest. They brought this. Hello? Steven! Steven! Hang on. What the hell happened there? I'm looking around to see if my internet is all up and running and everything appears to be bumping. Anybody want to give me a hey now? Make sure that we're still online. Everything looks to be in order. All right. Well... Hey. So I'm here. There did you, you just connect me, Craig? Did I, <laughs> I, I didn't. Did I, I don't did know I what say happened. something wrong? Well, I was so, a little on the edge, and you crossed over the line, so I had to give a spanky, but so, now you're back. So I probably de uh, delivered my most uh, eloquent uh, <laughs> and, uh, uh, and thoughtful diatribe yes, ever, and uh, you lost it. Where'd you lose me? You were talking about the... Um, the deliverance of the box, uh, the mystery the box, mystery and box. how it okay. was a real thing. 
Okay, that, and that was great. That was my favorite part of the show. I'd love to build a whole series around that. <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to find. Um, and that's the way I cook. That's the way I think, you know. I look at this, I say, wow. Well, it, it, and it was very instantaneous. It, it, amazingly, to plan these manuals normally, you know, it takes me a long time to decide what's going to go with what. But these things, you see them in real time, you put them together in real time. That was super fun. Do you, you ever... Know, another thing... When you're doing those boxes and you have to mm -hmm. come up with something in I, real time, do you feel uh, a new pressure? Uh, you're talking about you know TV and watching yourself and how uncomfortable that is. Well, now you're in a situation where you don't have anything planned out. You really don't know how it's going to turn out in the final analysis. You know what I felt? Pure joy. Oh, wow. Pure joy. Uh, spontaneous. It's like when I do television in French, I'm actually much better on TV in French than in English, much more natural. And I think it's because I'm, I'm, I'm concentrating so hard to speak a foreign language that I don't have time to think about censoring myself and, you know, is this the right thing to say? Is that the right thing to say? And I think the same thing was at play with those mystery boxes. Um, I didn't have, you know, I didn't have time to be self-critical. I just wanted to get it done. Stephen Reich, so I, hope, I, hope, I hope people enjoy that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so this will be a, a weekly show, and uh, how long of a run do we have this time? Oh, dear. Stephen? That's unbelievable. If he says that one more time, I'm hanging up for good. Right now I'm just putting him in time out. But it's not like me to typically punish a barbecue hall of famer and a barbecue central show guest hall of famer but i'm telling you people can push me to the edge and i will punish so i'm gonna man, go ahead and let him so back out and <laughs> man oh man i'm not sure uh, the internet I better talk fast. Back. yeah no doubt i better I, be I better talk fast yeah um so uh, how many weeks of uh, run do we have for this show 13 weeks all right 13 and uh, 12 are edited in the can. We're working on number 13, which is going to be a real uh, big surprise. What does that mean? A uh, big surprise? Yes. It means, basically, uh, <laughs> I don't know how it's going to come out yet. Uh, it was an, it was a, the entire show was unscripted, so, uh, just like those mystery boxes. So I won't really know what it's going to look like until we kind of get into it. Because you don't watch yourself on the finished product, you know, I would figure not to draw a correlation between what I'm doing and what you're doing on television, but I learned early in this that if I wanted to become a better order, have a better command of the English language, that I was going to have to listen to myself. Not because I think I sound great, but I have to listen oh, to how do. I'm talking, right? And yeah, then absolutely. consciously make edits and take a pause instead of just filling with an um or nah, because mm -hmm. I don't like hearing that when other folks are talking. So I have to live up to my end of the bargain. I would figure over time for as many TV shows that you have done, you would have gotten over the hump of the uncomfortableness of watching yourself on television, but I guess not. <laughs> and he's gone again. <laughs> Steven, if you don't stop saying that word, are really going to be in trouble. I think I have to cut my losses at this point, right? I can't have he's probably laughing at me and going for 10 years I've been coming on the show. It's been nothing but professional, but tonight we have an issue. 
Tonight is the night that the Barbecue Hall of Famer leaves the Barbecue Central show uh, for good yep. because I can't g- continue to have this. It's very embarrassing. Okay, we're back. Here we go. We're back. Yes. So, uh, so I guess th- this argues. You know, every other week, we month we've done this. We've had a little gotten together kind of earlier that evening to to uh, work out the kinks and gremlins. And I guess we're going to resume that next month. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, if I may just interject, you know, I we've been doing this for several years, and you have definitely become a much more polished uh, radio and visual host. And you know, your work your work pays off. The practice pays off. It's obvious. Thank you. Uh, Stephen Reichland joining us here on the show. BarbecueBible.com is the website. Um, the you still there? No, he's not there. Right. You know what? Where's my phone? I'm killing it. Like I can't. I can't. <sighs> Let's call it a day. I mean, I can't. I can't have. I can't. Just can't. I can't do it. I apologize. He comes back on. I will bid him a fondue. Maybe we can reload him next week. I mean, you never know. Steven? Okay. Let's, I, uh, uh, look, I, I, this is, I don't know what's going on, and I don't want you to have to keep bumping in and out. So sure. let's, let's sign off for now in an abridged April appearance. Uh, maybe we can get you later in the month, or uh, we'll just go ahead and reload for me. Yeah, fuck it. Why not? I can't even keep him on for six seconds. Jeez. That's it. You're off. <laughs> well, look. Now I'm even more worried about next segment with Nick. Oh. Got a nice text message saying, Greg, uh, I was trying to give you compliments for being such a great orator. I should give you lessons in how to keep your interviews connected for crying out loud. <laughs> It, it appears you need some help with that, Junior. Well, I guess I do. Oh, boy. Well, my apologies to everybody. Scott Harris, this is something that I certainly appreciate. Don't worry. I still love the show. Thank goodness. Thank you, Scott. I knew this one was coming in. This could be a future best of John Solberg saying classic. I don't know. And Steven doesn't even have the same microphone as Sandy Brown had. Which, if we can start throwing all kinds of superstitions and jinxes and witchcraftery and other such whatnot onto this tonight, Jess Pryles, in an hour, less than an hour from now, has the same microphone that Sandy Brown has. You can believe it. Uh, Nick Bauer from Primo does not have the he doesn't have a, a microphone. I think he's coming in earpod as Willie and iPad. Who knows what's going on? Do you want me to give you a guess? Sure, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you my technical expertise here. Ready? It's going to be my thought. That while I would love for every one of my guests, whether you're recurring monthly, whether you're recurring quarterly, whether you're a one-off guest, that you plug in via Cat5, Cat6 cable, be hardwired into the internet, whatever that looks like. To me, that is the most consistent connection that you have. 
what do we know with technology? It's ever revolving. People want to have less crap around the house. They don't want to have things sticking out and wires running around the goddamn where. So what do they do? They go to Wi-Fi. I can tell you right now. Yeah, I don't want to make that assumption, actually. Oh, great. Sure. Let's go to the let's go to the phone line. Oh, nobody's here. See if the phone line was gonna work. Who knows? It's my thought that sometimes when these things happen, and I'm happy to take the blame, I will always fall on the sword, all of that stuff. Outside of that, I think the biggest issues uh, come with Wi-Fi technology. Wi-Fi technology is the efficiency and the textbook standard of how technology continues to develop. It is the model of how we will connect with each other going forward. There will be worldwide, definitely countrywide internet at some point. I believe that. But it is at the risk and peril of shows like this that rely on a steady connection. If something goes on with that modem or your router starts to act all witty or your neighbor is somehow fishhorned into your internet and is watching porn, things like this can happen. You might have an IP conflict. That was bizarre. That's never happened before. That was really bizarre. And of course, off hours tomorrow when I'm chatting with Barbecue Hall of Famer Stephen Reichlin, this issue will not reveal itself ever again. But the thing that pisses me off the most is that it reveals itself between the hours of 9 and 11. What? The live show hours. Why won't it happen at 7? Why won't it happen at midnight or 3 in the morning tomorrow? It has to happen now between the two most important show hours every week, which are the only show hours every week between seven or between nine and 11 Eastern. This is something. I might have to, I mean, could it be the, could, could be the software? Am I going to have to go back to using Skype? I don't want to do that. I think we have a good thing going. Maybe I have to check for an update. This is something else. All right. Uh, that was Stephen Reichlin. If you missed our abridged discussion, let me fill you in. If you're just tuning in here at 930 Eastern, Stephen's latest live fire show, Project Fire, debuted this past weekend on PBS. They did a live, well, I mean, it's recorded, but they did a mystery box during the one of the portions or segments of the show, and he said that that was easily his favorite moment. He also tipped in that there's a big surprise coming up on episode 13, which I had great interest in. That episode isn't even finished being edited yet, so who knows what that's going to look like in the final process. And I said, well, what, is, what, is, what does that mean? Big surprise for a TV show. Typically, TV productions aren't down for big surprises at the end. And they're already in the can. Like when you're shooting the show, this isn't like a week to week uh, America. Oh, I'm going to get way off key. 
uh, or way off topic here for a second, but I, I know I'll forget to promo this top of the second hour. I just want to let everybody know. Next week, during the embedded correspondence segment, let me see if I can quickly cue this up. Is this even going to show up? I don't know. The Return, Season 2. Barbecue Central Show American Idol. That's right. Myself, John Solberg from Michigan, Doug Scheiding from Texas, last year's champion, Jeff Rice, will be into defend his title. Is that what you call it? Of course, the cast of judges will be in as well. Bobby, Maddie, and Marley. Bobby will be connecting in from Seton Hill University. Maddie and Marley will be off to my left in studio. Ready for season two of the Barbecue Central Show American Idol Edition, if you can believe it. I think most of us have our songs already in the can, ready to go. So if you couldn't get enough of season one, and by enough it means you couldn't wait for it to end, I'm sorry to say that we have an extra contestant, that being Rusty Monson from the great city of Utah. So we have a five-week competition, believe it or not. I'm sure I'm getting pulled off of YouTube because I'm using the American Idol show tune, whatever. So be ready for American Idol Barbecue Central Show Edition. Season 2 coming next week to your YouTubes and Twitches. Facebook Lives, the audio stream. It's all coming at you live, but you can get it in podcast fashion as well. So anyway, we thank Stephen Reichland for attempting to join this past segment. Let me talk to you quickly about Big Papa Smokers. The one-stop online shop for all things barbecue. Their curated selection of only the best outdoor cooking and grilling supplies will get you on the path. The better barbecue results in no time. Everything at Big Papa Smokers has been Pitmaster approved by Sterling Big Papa Ball himself. 13 perfectly balanced flavors of rubs and seasonings like Sweet Money, Cattle Prod, Cash Cow, all proven winners on the competition circuit and in the backyard. I use them all the time. If you love sauce, but you want to try something new, you're sick of what's currently out there, give Granny's Barbecue Sauce a try. They also own that. It's a great go-to sauce. You can use it by itself. You can also use it as base sauce and doctor it up as you see fit. Available for sale right there at BigPopSmokers.com. And of course, aside from the rubs and sauces, they're selling cookers of all kinds. If you're looking for a versatile smoker that's easy to use, check out that Mac 2-Star General Pellet Cooker. Big Papa Smokers, the exclusive Mac dealer, even offering special packages. Not a fan of pellet smokers? All right. Take a look at that Old Hickory Ace BP, the only charcoal smoker that Big Papa trusts on his competition trailer. If you're not sure of what grill you need, give him a call, 877-828-0727, or you can shop their website at BigPapaSmokers.com. That's B-I-G-P-O-P-P-A Smokers.com. I see Nick Bauer in the green room. I'm really scared because of what happened this past segment. But fingers crossed, he lives in a whole different state. Different time zone, even. What could possibly go? I guess we'll see. Stick around. We'll be right back. You're listening to the number one most downloaded barbecue and grilling podcast anywhere. The Barbecue Central Show. Howard Stern, Jim Rome, Dan Patrick, and Greg Rampey. The Mountain Rushmore of talk show entertainment. 
Now, let's get back to the Barbecue Central Show. This portion of the show being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all your pellet-driven cookers. Visit Cookin, C-O-O-K-N, CookinPellets.com for more information or purchase. You can also visit Amazon.com to purchase as well. My next guest is the president of Primo Grills, a leading ceramic grill manufacturer in the industry today. Here to bring us up to speed on what Primo happenings are going on in 2021 currently. We race to the hotline and welcome back friend of the show, Nick Bauer. Hey, Nick. Hey, how's it going? I am fine. And uh, we are just putting Stephen Reichland technical issues out of our mind and pressing forward with Nick here from Primo Grill. So we'll see how this segment goes. And we're holding only the most positive thoughts. Let me ask you this. I'm coming to St. Louis this coming weekend for yet another volleyball tournament. Where do I want to eat in St. Louis? Well, let me think. What's and it doesn't open. have to be barbecue, um, right? I mean, it, whatever. I'm open. Well, so Sugar Fire is right there on Wash Ave. Right yep. Where We're right across the street to, from sure. that. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's always an easy go-to if you go to the convention center. Our best cooking is probably the Hill, which is one of the, the old Italian streets. And, you know, we consider ourselves one of the best hills in the nation because you know the family's never really moved out so they're still there and they kind of only sold to each other and cousins and this and that so it's a, there's some really really nice italian places on on the hill so i can just search the hill uh st yeah. louis and i'll get a listing of restaurants and so forth yeah there's there's three or five and st louis is known for like three main food that's pretty much all we get it's a toasted raviolis which yes. is on, on on the hill we have pork steak which i'm sure some of your listeners have heard of pork steak comes out of, obviously st louis style uh, ribs but and then gooey butter cake are like kind of the four things that st louis is known for and beer obviously you know we're, we're known for for beer for yeah but but budweiser but and uh what is gooey cake it's gooey butter cake and <laughs> I have no idea what it is. It's an excessive amount of sugar and butter. Um, it's what me and my cousins have at Thanksgiving each year, and we are pretty much comatose because we, we each get our own. Our moms each bring one for each of us, and we don't have to share it with the rest of the family. Um, but it's it's the most copious amounts of sugar and butter you could ever possibly have. All right. Well, that sounds like it would be at least a, a good dinner treat after the fact. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. yeah. Love it. All right. Uh, Nick Bauer joining us from Primo Grills. You can check him out at primogrill.com. Uh, Nick, give us a high level of where Primo is sitting currently in 2021. Yeah, you know, so it's been a boring 6 to 12 months, as, as everyone knows. You know, not, not much has happened <laughs> yeah. up there. Yeah, right. Um, it's very flat. I'm trying, to think, <laughs> I'm trying to think when I came on. I think I came on October or October, November last year, and we had yep. – yep. We had just moved the factory, so we're planning on moving the factory from Georgia to Missouri in April of 2020. And then COVID hits, and the robotics engineer who was going to come from the overseas, from UK, couldn't travel. So we ended up moving the factory in August, and you know we didn't know what we didn't know, and uh, the startup wasn't as nearly as nice and quick as we would have hoped. So we lost a couple of months there. Um, but we're, we got things going again. You know, the, we have three employees out of about 30 that moved with it. So we unestimated the learning curve. And of course, with the labor shortage, so we tra- started trying to hire in June and July and 
we haven't been able to find labor at all. And then and when you do train labor, holding labor. So, you know, we definitely, um, I'm also the harshest critic. So at the same time, we moved a factory, we improved the hinge, we improved the, the, the cap. We did all these changes that the consumers and customers were asking for for five to 10 years. And we did this all, moved it all in about 12 months. So um, I, I, I give us like your six or seven. You know, we probably, we lost a month or two there because we should have been pushing harder and had better controls. And, um, but we, we have the new SKUs out. We're shipping them. We're, I promise everyone we're shipping, we build and ship every day. It may not seem like it because there's zero product in the supply chain. Pretty much everything we ship now is sold, um, which is a good thing. Um, but, you know, we're, we're getting there. You know, the, the new accessories are coming um we placed the order with our vendor last september um we just had the first container arrive last week wow. and they built them wrong so 100 percent of them got rejected wow. they have to rebuild them again and then fly them over so i'm almost afraid to announce dates now when things are going to start shipping because you can't trust shipping times and now you can't necessarily trust qa so i tested some of the oval drip pans the last weekend and and they dripped, and drip pans aren't supposed to drip. No, um, <laughs> it's, it's not one of those so. products that should be like uh, exactly what the name is talking about, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's you know people are always like, how come you're not announcing more? How come we're not sharing more? Because it's at this point we want to make sure what we share is what we know for fact. And in the current world, in the current environment with labor and supply chain, and just heck. Even Texas, who apparently the, our foam vendor who packaged our foam for our grills and components came out of Texas and we couldn't get it for three weeks. You know, you oh, think yeah. the world's not not as connected as it is, but it's crazy how connected everything is. So it's just hard to make promises now that if you're only 50-50, if you know it's going to happen for sure. So we're not purposely withholding information. Obviously, we want to share things as soon as we possibly can. But we also don't want to share five different ship dates because I got five <laughs> different sh ship dates from my vendor. Um, so we're trying to be smart and try to just share what we know is, is, is fact. Let's talk quickly about some of those updates that you had mentioned. Um, I've been talking in the last handful of weeks about the new uh, grill head uh, lift hinge. Uh, talk to us a little bit about that and what the benefit of it is. Yeah, so the and these are things that, that these are... It, you know the, the the traditional product's a great product, but your your XL is about a thirty five percent, I mean about a thirty five pound lift, and we got that down to about eight. Um, so that's 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 wow. not a problem for me. Um, are you there? Yep. Okay, sorry, the screen changed me. That's not a problem for me, but you know someone out there they want to have you know. So we took about eighty percent of weight out of that. Um, the cap. Um, you know, it's it's more of a rain style cap. We have a, we have a section from we have a setting from one to five on it, just like we do on the bottom ash door. So you'll see some of our cooks and our chefs and our social media influences out there when they talk about the cooks they did. They're going to talk about, hey, this is on a two, this is on a three. So we're not talking about this is on one pinky or this is on two thumbs or this is on an inch or two. Um, so when we do the primo cook cookbook out there you know you'll hear us refer to these kind of one through fives as just kind of the basis for the cooks obviously each one can be different temps can be a little different but it's just a starting point so we're not talking about hey this is one pencil width you know this actual put it put it on a number um and these are just little you know they're not crazy fancy things um but there's things that have been asked for for the last five to ten years and and when i looked at purchasing the the primo was 
prior to 2019, I talked to customers, I talked to our distributors, you know, what things would we want to do? And they gave me this list and I'm like, hey, this is, we could do this and we do this pretty quick. Um, it wasn't like we had to reinvent the wheel. Like, hey, it's a great product. If you just shift this or change this to here, here, you know, you have a better product. I'm like, hey, oh, we can do that. Um, and we have. And the demand has been great. And we're going to be behind probably on orders for the foreseeable future because the demand is still um, outstripping supply, ability to supply. And we're making more than Primo ever has. And, you know, for a startup, literally, we moved the factory in August, September. So what are we, seven, eight months in? Now we're making more than it ever had when the factory was in Georgia for 20-something years. So um, it's pretty, pretty impressive from the team. It hasn't been easy. I'm not going to say it's been easy and we're perfect, um, but, but but we're getting better each day. What, when you're making more than you ever have and you're still selling at an incredible rate, as you're forecasting out the next six or seven months, how hard is it to try and figure out when you should start to ramp down or flatten out at least? Yeah, so one of the advantages of us selling through wholesalers and we have a fair amount of European customers is we're having them place their like instead of just placing an order and assuming we're having it in stock and shipping in two weeks no like hey if you think you're going to need x amount of units in the next 12 months place those orders now and if you don't need them cancel them but save your production time because i'm just not going to have my stuff so we're working very closely with our distributors out there and they're telling us what they think they're going to need um so thankfully that gives us an idea of what's coming. So uh, um, we have orders in September, October, you know, now that if they don't need it, they can cancel it, but they think they're going to need them. And they, and we, we, we let them adjust it a week or two before it shifts and this and that. So that's where we just have to work with our customers. And cause we can't guess if, if we try to guess, we're going to fail. Um, and they're guessing too, but they're guessing closer to the person who's actually purchasing the product. So um, I think we're going to be, you know, this run is going to be out there like this for at least, another year um just because it's the, the you know the world has changed the last 13 14 months and and it's just we've created and brought in so many more people to what we do and i'm just not i'm just not talking about premium i'm talking about barbecue in general people that were traveling and now they're home people who started people who may have just bought a a, a rubber kettle this year is going to graduate to a primo in four to five years from now we've just expanded the base out there um and that's a great thing when you're talking about the new stuff, the lift hinge and the, the caps and so forth, these are going to be standard on new production models, but then you can also go and retrofit if you currently own one. Yeah, it's, these have been standard in production since a couple of weeks before Christmas, and we're selling and we produce uh, retrofit kits for all the old models. And when I mean old models, there's there's a couple of different styles of old, So so go to the website to see um the previous ownership didn't really believe in engineers and drawings so when they change from one style of production to the other they don't know exactly what it was and they oh, didn't really keep serial numbers or dates on any production so i know we looked kind of stupid when we asked people to take photos of the grill and tell us what year you bought it um and i and i reached out on some local people on from facebook in st louis and our engineer was driving around last week measuring stuff um because they're wasn't really past <laughs> engineering drawing. So um, we have them now. Um, so there's a several different retrofit kits out there from the hinge style, um, just because when they change the manufacturing, it changed the, changed the 
it changed the it changed the circumstances a little bit. As somebody who was not a handy person by absolute admission, one hundred percent of the time, are these pretty simple fixes to make or retrofits to make? Well, the cap is pretty easy. You, you, you and I could probably take off the cap. Um, I'm about as useless as 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 anyone when it comes to handy. So I have no idea. I haven't done it myself. I know the I know the people on who posts on the groups that have done it themselves. They say it's pretty easy. Um, I promise you, it 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 wouldn't be easy for me. Um, but people are more handy. Um, I'm sure them them and a buddy can figure it out. Or, um, but yes, it's for the most part, it is. I'm I'm just not. That's just not my experience. Yeah, my not my not my forte either. Uh, we're talking with Nick Bauer from Primo Grills. You can check them out at PrimoGrill.com. So as you're selling to wholesalers or deal, I mean, you can't buy direct from you guys. Yeah. Um, how is that? How is that working out uh, from a from a business standpoint? Are you able to continue to bring on new dealers at this point, or are you kind of in a in a hold phase until inventory ramps up, or what are you doing that side? Yeah, so we we haven't added a lot of new customers on on the wholesale side on, on the two sub distributor side because quite frankly we don't need it. Um, I'm a little removed from the dealer side and I haven't been able to travel. Normally I travel the country and travel each territory and go meet the dealers, so I haven't been able to do kind of my primo dealer calls yet. So the de- dealers I do know that are buying our primo are from our harsh side, from the gas logs and fireplaces side. Um, so you know it's it's kind of sad because. I read all the primo emails every single day. Um, I get them. I respond to them. You know, this this city, you know, this dealer doesn't doesn't carry primo anymore. So there definitely was when the Camado swing was in full swing five, six, seven, eight years ago. Every single dealer got got in the product category, and definitely some have have dropped it these last couple of years. So we have a lot of work on the dealer level to really build out that dealer base. Um, like it was in the past and we'll you know make it better moving forward so and we yes bigger point we don't sell consumer direct don't call us don't try to buy direct you know i get these emails every day and it's like i'm the worst person ever when i tell people we don't <laughs> sell consumer direct we want to support our trade part partners we want to you know the deal is the wholesalers we want to support them so from a warranty so from a new accessory for from this new retrofit hinge um, we want to drive that business back to our dealers we want them to sell more primo and if you as consumer if you buy more product from your dealer they're going to stock more stuff they're going to have more stuff is that's that's how we fill the supply chain is by driving that business back to the dealers I, I get it if you're in somewhere Wyoming or somewhere there's not a dealer you know we're not going to tell you you know we can't help you we're, you know if you need a warranty or something but we prefer that it's all run back through the dealer base because we're trying to support those 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 dealers and trying to grow the brand together we're not like some of our other competitors out there who you can go to the website and and you can buy direct um, that's not us it's got to be a unique position to be in from a, a business standpoint because we're in a culture now where the end user, the expectation from the consumer is that you can go somewhere online, make the buy, you have it in two days, sometimes less in most instances. Is that a hard expectation to overcome or, or should you guys be adjusting in some way to, to try and meet that, whether it's getting stuff to dealers quicker or they have to stock more and buy more from you guys or, or is it just a non-realistic expectation sometimes? 
Well, there's, that's a great question, and, and there's a lot in that question, so I'll try to answer kind of each piece of it. Uh, it. It was a massive learning curve failure for us, getting more, you know, from warranty, for consumer warranty. You know, consumers are used to, if they place an order, they get an email. When it ships, they get an email with a tracking number. Our computer system has always been to trade partners, wholesalers, just not set up for cons consumer-based stuff, you know. To get that email when we ship it, you need to have a, a account set up for us. So have an account set up for us, you need to have a credit app, you need this and that. It's impossible to do that for every consumer warranty that we get. So I'm not, and we're 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 gonna get there. We're just not there yet. So that's that's been the biggest challenge for us is the expectation of consumer. To your point, is the Amazon. I'm gonna place the order. I'm gonna get immediate confirmation on it. As soon as it ships, I'm gonna get immediate confirmation. As soon as I get a tracking number, I'm gonna be able to track it. And we just don't have that yet. And we've been trying to update our ERP system for the last year, but granted, what else happened with COVID? And you know, you know, you're not trying to launch a, a, a new system, computer system, without the people there on on site. So if it crashes, you're out of business. So you can't really do that via Zoom. So um, we're getting there. But yeah, the key is ultimately it still depends on us as the manufacturer to get more product out there, to get more product in the wholesalers in 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 the dealers. So I will. 100% take the blame for having the supply chain be light because it is because demand is far out out stripping um, our, our ability to ship but um, hopefully give us some time on the con consumer side we will get better at that um, I just didn't realize how important that was because for 87 years of being in business it wasn't important for us and then from October 31st to November 1st of 2019 <laughs> All of a sudden, it went from not being on our levels of importance to, holy heck, this is completely overwhelming our system. Um, just for example, for people who have, you know, if they complain about our customer service or parts department, which they really haven't, they understand. But we needed to hire five people in our parts department last last fall and starting in September. And so far, we've hired 42 people and wow. we've gotten three. Wow. So we're still too short, and we've hired 42 people to try to get five. So they're like, well, I called this lady, and she told me this. Well, she was only there for four days. Um, it's just been a challenge with labor and training, and as soon as you train someone, something else happens. It's, it's a, it, you know, I'm not going to complain too much because the reason why it's a challenge is because for our business, it, it's helped our business. The reason why people don't want to work is because a lot of money has, has been put out there and has helped our sales. So, you know, I – I, I can't take credit in saying, hey, I'm doing such such a great job on the sales side, but then I blame like labor side. You know, that you, you have to accept, you know, they both come to together. Nick Bauer joining us here on the show, president of Primo Grills, the website Primo Ceram I'm sorry, primogrill.com. And uh, you can check them out on social media as well. Nick, anything else before I let you go this evening? No, I, I mean I you know, appreciate um, the time, um, appreciate the show. And, you know, as I said, uh, the Primo fans out there, you know, just, just have, just have some patience with us. We're, I promise, you know, we're, we have, we have great, great, great things coming. And as soon as we know for sure when it's going to come, we're going to, there's no one, there's no one out there more than me who wants to announce this stuff. Cause I'm so excited. Cause I, cause I've been using the accessories. I've been cooking on them. It's going to be great, but I want to make sure when we announce it, that it, it is for sure. And the quality stuff, we had last week last thing i want to do is hey this is going to be here in three weeks and we're going to ship it and then we get them and they're all wrong um so but it's coming i promise 
All right, uh, you've heard it here first. It's Nick Bauer, and be on the lookout for the uh, hinge and the caps as well that you can retrofit. Nick, always appreciate the time, and thanks so much for the support of the show. Thank you so much. You got it. There he is, Nick Bauer from Primo Grill, primogrill.com. Good stuff there. 35 pounds down to eight. I can lift that now. I can give up the workout routine. And I like the numbers, too, on the caps, right? I mean, much easier, as Nick was saying, to say one, two, five, instead of, you know, my thumb might be fatter or skinnier than somebody else's thumb that's giving that suggestion on a recipe. That's the way to eliminate any issues and errors and so forth. All right, that was Nick Bauer, primogrill.com. Let me talk to you quickly about Green Mountain Grills. That's right, Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. A choice line and a Prime Plus line to choose from. Prime Plus gets you all the stuff that you want from a features ad, Wi-Fi technology, app access to internal meat probes. You check out the level of the pellet hopper. It's got lights on the inside of the cooking chamber, a very robust build, and a shelf in the front. If you want to save a couple bucks, no problem. You don't need all that technology. Fine. Choice line for you. Jim Bowie, Daniel Boone are the two sizes you can fit on that patio, and they will both both lines accommodate that pizza oven insert. If you want something that's a little bit more travel-friendly, check out that Davy Crockett. In fact, my uh, boss just got a Davy Crockett last week putting it together. He's going to be using it very quickly. He's going to report on results. GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. We are back to wrap the first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. incredibly mediocre content in an exceptionally professional way. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show. Once again, here's your host, Craig Rampey. This segment being brought to you by Fireboard 2, Fireboard 2 Drive, and Fireboard 2 Pro. Monitor up to six different temperatures simultaneously. Connect to Wi-Fi for cloud-based monitoring or connect via the red, white, and blue hoo-hoo tubes. If you have Alexa or the Google Assistant in your home, you're locked. Fireboard fully integrated with both, if you didn't know. Find out more by, or more by visiting fireboard.com or call 816-945-2232. I'm trying. You might have noticed I'm going at my left ear over the last couple of interview segments. I was trying to wear... The uh, left ear piece, it is not good. Why would it be? This is the ear that the guy carved up. Made my hole bigger. I mean, it's barely fitting in there. I'm going to have to take it off over the break. Go back to the one ear. It's nice to hear myself in both ears, but it doesn't have the fit. Plus, it's all like, this one's so smooth. This one's all twerked out. Twerked? Twerked? Doesn't matter. That was Nick Bauer last segment, primogrill.com. As he had mentioned, the supply chain is light. So if you're in the market for a Primo grill, just relax a little bit. They will be coming if your dealer is out. Don't get all nervous in the service and jump by for no reason. Patience is a virtue. 
Once again, that website, primogrill.com. If you have a Primo now and you want to get the lift hinge and the caps, they are available for retrofit. There you have it. Plus an abridged conversation with Stephen Reichland before we got to Nick. And I have to look up the hill to eat at when we get to St. Louis. Hey, who's looking forward to that drive on Thursday? We'll be back right after this. <laughs>